try to find my mic button here. Uh, everything today, this is uh, kind of a refresher course from last year. We now have it on your tablet in front of you instead of paper copies. My understanding now is you will be emailed your entire package prior to a meeting, but it will not be printed and delivered to your offices anymore. So we are trying to streamline that and get everything electronically. Um, if, if you would like to print those, of course, you can do that in your office and take them home and read them, but they will be available via email. I want to welcome everyone and thank you for attending the K-12 subcommittee meeting. Uh, if anyone would like to give testimony on House Bill 4760, we ask that you please sign in. There's a sign-in sheet there. Um, to start the meeting, I would like to ask our chaplain to lead us in prayer. So if we could, Chaplain Brown. Let us pray. Most holy and everlasting Father, the ruler of heaven and earth, we praise and honor your name. We thank you for the gift of life on this day. Now, Father, we ask that you open our hearts and minds so we can use our collective wisdom to render a fair and just decision. Give us the inner peace with your love and understanding as we execute your will for a better state and nation. Protect us from all hurt, harm, and danger. Now bless us, Lord. Bless this committee, staff, and everyone present. Hear our prayer, O Lord. Amen. Thank you very much. I'd like to start here with Representative McGinnis and everyone introduce yourself, please. I'm Tim McGinnis. I represent District 56, the Carolina Forest and Longs area of Horry County. Representative Robert Brown, Charleston and Colleton County, District 116. Representative Richie Yao, uh, Chesterfield, Lancaster County, District 53. Paula Calhoun, 87, Lexington County. And I'm Ray Felder, and I represent York County. We also have our uh, House Re Director of Research, Pierce McNair, with us today, as well as our Executive Assistant, Ginger Lee. Um, just for those that maybe are not aware, maybe watching us on television today at home, our audience is rather small compared to normal education and public works meetings. Uh, I would venture to guess that's because there is a piece of legislation being discussed over on the Senate side that may have several of our normal audience members attending that. Um, but I do want to thank the members for coming. Again, I apologize for the meeting immediately upon adjournment, but I do appreciate your willingness to attend. Today we only have one piece of legislation, House Bill 4760. Um, this is a bill that was introduced by Speaker Lucas and our chair, Ms. Rita Allison. Um, this bill deals with testing. Uh, I think we all realize that testing has become a big issue. We've heard from a lot of our teachers concerning that. So House Bill 4760 would amend the South Carolina Code of Laws that govern state assessments. The state summative assessments for social studies and U.S. history would be removed. 
If the legislation is adopted, state assessments in grades three through eight and high school will align with the requirements of the federal mandate in every student succeeds act. So we are then gonna mirror the test that the federal government requires. It also goes on to say that one, at least one week prior to the administration of a formative assessment, districts have to inform the parent the name of the assessment, why it's being given, and what will be collected. Within a week afterwards, parents must be provided a Lexile or Quantile score, if applicable, and information regarding how the assessment aligns with state standards and summative assessments and different ways they can support learning at home with their child. If the assessment is given more than once during a school year, information must be given to the parent regarding prior assessment scores so that the parent can measure their student's progress. Students may not be administered more than one state or locally procured formal assessment for grades kindergarten through three. An exception is possible if it deals with the Read to Succeed Act included in the district reading plan and approved by the State Department of Education. For grades four through 12, extra assessments may be approved by the State Board of Education, but it would be up to a district to ask for that exception. The provision of the bill does not apply to screening tools used to identify students with dyslexia and other reading disorders. So those several of times students are assessed for having a reading disorder. The assessment doesn't say they have a disorder. The assessment often says they're more likely to. So that assessment would not be counted into this score of one per year. Um, formative assessments are defined as a test that may be administered at least once, but no more than three times over an academic year. And, and for those of us that are long removed from having children being tested, currently some of the tests such as MAP is given three times a year. It's one test, but you might give it the beginning of the school year, in the middle of the school year, and then at the end of the school year. We want parents to have the results of each time so that a parent knows is their child making progress or are they not? Um, the Lexile and Quantile, Lexile scores are the child's ability on a reading level, language arts. Quantile or math, where is the child at math? Uh, those numbers are not subjective. Uh, currently, if you have a report card that just has unsatisfactory and satisfactory, or A, B, C, D, um, that can be very subjective. So we heard from a lot of parents that said, my child did great in kindergarten. First grade was no problem, never heard anything in second grade. When the child got in third grade, all of a sudden, they're having a parent-teacher conference because the child does not read on grade level. And under the um, Read to Succeed Act, 
that that then becomes a threat of holding that child back. This allows a parent to know early on, are they on that score? You know, are they close? Are they gaining ground? Are they losing ground? So that's kind of an overview of the legislation. I'm sure we have some questions. Um, I will see if anyone has signed up to speak in favor of legislation or opposed. We have no speaker, so it'll be up to our discussion. And we'll start with Representative Brown. Thank you, Madam Chair. I'm really trying to figure out the net effect by looking at the uh, physical impact summary, I see for the, the general general fund, there's a reduction by 1.2 million, but then there's an increase for the State Department of Education expenditures. Uh, can you help me figure that out? What, is there's a net effect? I can, or I can give you a little background. Yes, please. Is, is what we're saying is we're no longer going to require a separate test uh, for social studies in U.S. history mm -hmm. because the federal government no longer requires that. But we are saying that we want those social studies and U.S. history material to be embedded oh. in the other test we give. So our test, we are going to have... Uh, a redesign, if you will, mm -hmm. or reconstruction of the tests we give so that we incorporate some of that social studies information so that that is still a very valuable required class for our students to take and to learn social studies and civics and U.S. history, but because it's not a separate assessment, um, we're going to redo the other tests to incorporate that. And that is somewhat of an unknown mm. expense at this point. M Madam Chair, that was such a good explanation. I'm ready to vote. <laughs> <laughs> Does anyone else have any? The one thing I would like, because I, I should have, formative assessment, formative assessments um, are a little different than summative <clears throat> assessments. Summative assessments can be the end of course exam, SC ready, SC pass. This legislation doesn't affect that. Any other questions? Representative Alexander? No okay. Representative Yale? Just for the record, I mean, we're actually eliminating more than just one test. Is that so the public can understand? We're, we're actually doing, I think, science eighth grade. Is that right? I mean, there's several in there, correct? Yeah. Do you know how many, right off, how many total that we're eliminating? If you don't, I mean, I know it's several. I've tried to calculate yeah. it. But I, well, we're eliminating six of well, currently state-required okay. testing. But we really, I can't tell you how many we're eliminating because some school districts choose to do maps and benchmark and another and an there's no limit on how many formative assessments districts could be doing individually. And this legislation is saying you can only do one. You can pick whichever one you want, but you can only do one. Thank you. For, I, that's the number I had, but I wanted to clarify. Thank you. Yes, Representative Brown. Uh, Madam Chair, because I think this will make the teachers happy as well as the student happy. And I move that we adopt this bill. <laughs> I have a motion and a second. Is there any further discussion? Okay, I'll ask staff to call the roll. 
Thank you, Madam Chair. The question for the subcommittee is reporting the bill favorably to full committee. Please indicate aye, nay, or not voting. Representative Alexander? Aye. Mr. Alexander votes aye. Representative Brown? Aye. Mr. Brown votes aye. Representative Calhoun? Aye. Ms. Calhoun votes aye. Representative Govan? It's not here. Uh, Representative McGinnis? Aye. Mr. McGinnis votes aye. Representative Yao? Aye. Mr. Yao votes aye. Representative Felder? Aye. Ms. Felder votes aye by a vote of six to zero with one not uh, present. The bill is reported favorably to full committee. And just a FYI, we will have a full committee meeting tomorrow. Yes, uh, time. I believe it's at 10, isn't it, Is it 1 tomorrow? 1, I'm sorry. Is it 1 o'clock, so we go in session tomorrow at 2. Uh, remember tomorrow night? Tomorrow night is the state of the state at 7 o'clock. Uh, and I'd be remiss if I didn't welcome uh, our chair, Representative Rita Allison, joined us after introductions. Columbia at the South Carolina Alliance of Black School Educators. Uh, yeah, she. To the right of her. Yeah. And Wooten. So it, w it went extremely well. Um, there, one of the major concerns I gathered. It's just what we was talking about is those testings and, and not only the number of testing, but how often we change testing. You know, as soon as they get one test in line and we change it, they had to start that process over. So that was that was one of my main things I gathered out of that meeting. And Representative Collins, we're very thankful to have you join us today as well. If there's no other business for the committee, the committee is adjourned.